Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, or AshleyCaprice.com and never miss an episode. Also, get your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love, written by me on Amazon.com. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today's topic, five tips on how to heal and forgive after heartbreak. We'll get into it after this. Every week I do an affirmation on the show, but I hope you take it with you and look in the mirror and say it to yourself. Today's affirmation is, I am healing. I am healing. H-E-A-L-I-N-G. I am healing. Now, are you? Are you healing? Ask yourself, what are you doing to take care of yourself to heal from things that you've been through? Well, your first step is, yes, you listen to this podcast. Thank you. Another step is if you got your Go Girl Guidebook, it's available on Amazon, written by me, a woman's interactive guide to self-love. Thank you. But what are you doing to heal? Are you meditating? Are you praying more? Are you reading your Bible more? Are you journaling are you uh, maybe going to church? Are you surrounding yourself with more positive people? Are you reflecting a lot more? And, and, and not about what someone else has done to you, but your part in it. Are you going to therapy or talking to a counselor or a life coach? What are you doing to heal? I am healing. We go through a lot in life. Just, you know, every day. You don't know what it'll bring. We see the news every single day. Something tragic happens daily. Okay, so we don't know what's going to play out throughout our day. But we do know that we have the power to control our feelings about what we have gone through. All of our trauma, all of our breakdowns, everything that we've gone through in our past, anything from childhood, anything from relationships, any loss that you've experienced in your life with uh, maybe someone passing away or you losing a job, you losing a home, you losing finances, anything. We all have the power to heal from it. I am healing. And I didn't say healed because it's, it's a journey, right? For your life. You're going to continue healing and you're going to continue working on yourself. My friend and I were like, dang. Life was so much easier in our 20s. Like, we could just turn up, have fun. We wouldn't think it so deep, you know? But we probably would be, were being more irresponsible. You know what I mean? Staying out late at night, drinking on a weekend. You know what I mean? Twerking a little something, dropping it like it's hot. Nothing wrong with that. But on the weekends all the time. Like, Halloween recently passed. And instead of going out for Halloween, I'm like, uh-uh, I need to get my own spirit together and I'm rejecting those Halloween spirits let me I went to a meditation class <laughs> instead of a, a Halloween party like life 
it doesn't get harder as you get older, but you just become more aware and you're more conscious of your decisions. And life seems so serious sometimes. I was also talking to my mom, like, I need to have some fun. I feel like I do so much, so much self-care work and so much work for Go Girl. I love it. So much, you know, acting and writing and I love it. I need to chill. I need to relax. Okay, I am always healing. I am healing. I am healing. I am healing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But while you're healing, you can also have some fun. I am healing. We are older. We are more mature. We're maturing. We're wiser. We're stronger. We're grown. Okay, we are grown women. No time for games. Keep healing. It is a process. It is going to feel hard and difficult because it is. You're trying to relearn things and unlearn things and become better. And that takes work. So it's okay. Just know that you are always healing. Make sure you're doing the work for yourself. Make sure you're looking in the mirror, saying your affirmations. Make sure you're doing positive self-talk, okay? I am healing. It's a life journey, girl. I am healing from a lot of loss from last year and from leaving an emotionally abusive relationship. You know, and I've done a lot of work on myself for it. And because I want to continue healing and help you heal, we'll get into it right after this. All right, girls. So it's just you and I for this time. I wanted to wrap up uh, this whole breakup and abusive relationship topics. You know, the past two episodes have all been about abusive relationships and toxic relationships. That could be with your friends, your family, your partner, whoever, right? Bosses, whoever is or was abusive in your life. But not all relationships are toxic or are abusive. Sometimes you just need to let go. Maybe you two just grew apart. I mean, it just didn't work out anymore. Or you realize "Mm, this person is just not the one, okay? So in this episode, I wanted to actually give you some tips from my Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love. All right, I have 10 chapters in there. And one chapter is a guide to healing after a heartbreak. I have 13 bullet points in the book and there's space for you to write down your answers to each question. But I'm going to choose five of these to discuss on this podcast. And of course, if you want to know the other bullet points, then get your copy of the book on Amazon, Okay. And if you have the book, this would be a great time to reflect a little bit and write down some of your answers inside. The first point I want to get into in the book is don't jump into another relationship. All right, girl, you are too vulnerable right now. All right. Someone will take advantage of those feelings that you still have. And it's unfair to the next person. You know, you you don't want to date someone else that's still not over their ex and still have so much baggage that they're taking to your relationship, right? So don't do that to someone else. Take some time out for you right now. Now, some people think, you know, to get over one person, you have to get under another. I have a, a close friend of mine who she is such a relationship girl. And she's always like, when are you going to date again? When are you going to date again? Hold up. First of all, <laughs> get out my love life. I will date When I'm ready to date. And honestly, I did date. It was about six months after my breakup where I'm like, okay, you know, I met someone. We dated for a few months. I noticed some red flags. I noticed some, you know, overstepping my boundaries. I noticed some things that were a little disrespectful. And because I did take some work to heal 
a little bit during that time. I was like, I'm not going through this again. And I kind of feel like now that maybe God was dangling this person in my face. Like, you know, let's just see if she falls back into the trap. And I didn't. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be patient, continue healing, and and not rush anything. It was good to date again. You know, you got to get out there a little bit. But when you are ready, don't try to force it. But do be mindful if you see any red flags or, or you notice something like, okay, I've seen this before. I'm not going to fall into this trap again, right? Because some people think, oh, you you bringing that baggage. No, 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 no. Now I'm more aware and I'm more experienced and this doesn't look right and I'm not about to deal with it, okay? Especially if you talk to the person about something and they continue to do it or, disre- or be disrespectful, you got to let it go. So just don't jump into another relationship. This is the best time to spend some time with the most important person in your life. And that's you. What are some activities that you miss doing before you got in this relationship? Or even while you were in your relationship, what are some things that you miss doing? Continue doing those things. I still love cooking and I still love dancing. So I'm still doing that after the fact. So do not jump in to another relationship. Point number two is reflect. We tend to point the finger at other people like, oh, this person did me wrong and they did this and they they did that. But really take some time to reflect. Really journal it out. Talk to friends or family and figure out where you also went wrong because there's two people in a relationship, all right? The other person could not have been the only one to do all wrong. Or maybe they were, but maybe, just maybe, I'm not blaming you or anything, but maybe you are not putting your foot down like you should have or speaking up like you should have. That was my situation. I look back like, okay, I didn't speak up enough. My boundaries were there, but they weren't really firm. There are times where I wanted to say no to things, but instead I would say, okay. And, you know, because I just don't like to argue, but I know moving forward, It's okay to have a a healthy discussion with someone about something that is bothering me. And if this person feels like me bringing something up is starting an argument, then we need to work on some communication because everything is not an argument, right? Every time you bring something up, it's just like, hey, this doesn't sit well with me. Let's discuss it. Let's see, you know, why I don't think it's okay, why you think it is okay, whatever, just communicate about it. Communication is definitely key. But if you can't even communicate with this person or I'll speak from my experience, if you're talking to them on the phone and they keep interrupting you when you're trying to bring up your points or they threaten to hang up because, you know, they're not trying to hear you out, it it gets frustrating. So then you're just like, forget it. You know, I'm just not going to bring it up. But no, or if they start yelling at you or cursing you out, it's like, It's so unhealthy. Oh, it's so unhealthy. But you have to reflect on, okay, when I do speak up, this happened. And that's how it turns unhealthy. Or maybe you didn't stick to your standards. We know within the first three months when something feels off or whatever. But we're like, I'm going to let it slide. It's cool. And then it keeps sliding until it becomes a habit on their end. And you're resenting them on your end because you're you're not just mad at them now you're mad at yourself for not sticking up for yourself or not sticking to your standards or not you know noticing the red flags or whatever it could be you're getting mad or you gave too much with little to no reciprocity right there was no give and take maybe it was just you giving 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 you're people pleasing and you think that's okay and no 
Because then you're exhausted and you're tired and that person is getting most of their needs met and they might make you feel like you're not doing enough. So you keep over trying to help and over, right? Just reflect, reflect on a relationship, reflect on what went wrong, what went right, what you did like. Because honestly, I did like that my partner and I, we did date a lot. You know, we did go out often and we did have fun times. It wasn't all bad. And I noticed that for, okay, my next relationships, yeah, I want someone who is also willing to go out and have fun. Because before that, y'all know how it is. These guys ain't trying to take you out on a date. These guys, oh, come kick it, come throw Netflix and chill. No. So it's refreshing when you do get someone who does want to take you out and have a good time, right? So reflect on all of it, the good, the bad, and know that Okay, you might miss going out, but it doesn't have to be with that person. So it's not necessarily that you miss your ex or that person. You just like, all right, I miss this quality. I do want the next person to also be outgoing and let's go out and have fun, right? So reflect on the good and reflect on the bad times. What could have made it different? What part did you play in the demise of the relationship? I know, I know it sounds like I'm getting on you. Like, girl, it wasn't my fault. It was all him. No. It wasn't. It wasn't. So if it's, okay, you need to work on your communication for next time. Or maybe you need to work on learning balance. Because in relationships, sometimes we give so much of our time to that person. Maybe it's like, okay, I did like spending a lot of time with the person. But I do realize that I like to spend a lot of time with myself or with my friends or with my family as well. So I need a balance in the future. Just reflect on what you can do better for your next relationship. And I would hope that the partner that you're with next time would also have gone through their reflection phase from their past relationship, right? Because we're focused on our healing. We want someone else who's done the same work. Like no bad feelings towards uh, my ex or anyone else that I've dated. You know, no ill will. Hope all is well. Don't bring it over here though. (laughs) Stay far away. Keep your distance. But I hope that they have healed a little better and that they are better men for their future relationships. I really do. Cause I sure am going to be a better woman for my next relationship from all the lessons that I've learned, which brings me to point number three lessons. Now every relationship is there to teach you something. This is from your friendship, from work, you know, with your career, from your family, from your intimate relationship is all there to teach you lessons. They say people are here for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Figure out, you know, with these people, what category are they feeling? Are they there for a season or are they there for a lifetime? Learn your lessons. Learn what boundaries you need to set for each of these relationships. I've learned how to set boundaries a little better. I'm working. I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it, but I'm trying to stop letting things slide, right? So what did you learn about yourself in your relationship? Because I learned um, because my partner was more of a physical touch, love language person. Now I am more affectionate (laughs) now when I am moving forward in dating. It's like, oh, I don't mind cuddling. And beforehand, I'm like, no to none of that. You know, give me my space. But I don't mind cuddling. I don't mind holding hands. So I learned, okay, I am 
more affectionate than I thought I was. I also learned I need to be more assertive. Like I've said quite a few times, I need to start speaking up. That's to uh, a partner and even at work. There are times where I wanted to speak up about things at work. You know, working in radio and entertainment is such a male-dominated industry, so it's so hard sometimes to speak up when you really want to when you're working with all men. And sometimes it's older men. And it's like, ugh, you get frustrated and you just want to let things slide because you want to keep working. You want to keep making that money, honey, right? So I'm learning that I need to be more assertive in every area of my life. I've learned that I am pretty patient. This is a running joke. I used to pray for patience and then God blessed me with my ex. <laughs> so and then I had to learn to be really patient. And um, I learned that I am. I am pretty patient, but I need to be more patient with my time. Right. Sometimes I want things now and it's not happening on my time. Things are not always going to happen when I want them to happen, but it'll happen when God wants it to happen. So learning patience. Um, also, what did you learn about love? These are still in your lessons. What did you learn about love? I learned that God will get you out of any situation that is not for you. I learned that God will bring you back to him. I learned that I want that real love with a man who genuinely believes in God and fears God and someone who wants that Corinthians 1 4 love okay love is patient love is kind it is not envy it is not boast it is not proud okay it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered hello it keeps no record of wrongs Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. Always perseveres. Love never fails. That's what I want. That's what I learned about love. Okay, so figure out what works for you. And my point number four is forgiveness. Now this gets kind of deep. Forgive your ex. Ooh. I know I saw some neck rolls. I know I saw some, oh, please, girl. <laughs> like, please, girl. I know I heard some lip smacking, all of that. Yeah, I said it. Forgive your ex. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't press stop yet. Don't pause. Don't, you know, clear out the channel. Hear me out. Do you, boo. Okay, do you. You know, if you don't forgive, then that's totally up to you. Don't do anything just because I say so these are things that I feel like just works for me and I feel like will work for other people but I, I don't know how bad some situations have been for you I don't know your story maybe you can't forgive your ex maybe he did something that you're just like hell nah I will never ever 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 ever, ever forgive him for what he did to me that's up to you I just say forgiving your ex helps you in your healing because otherwise you will have that built-in anger and we ain't got time for that. You might have built anger, some guilt, some resentment, some shame, just everything, right? Let that grudge go. Let it go. And this will give you some closure so that you can move on peacefully. Now I have a section in my book where I wrote forgive your ex and I have quite a few lines afterwards so that you could write a letter forgiving your ex. But you will not give this person your letter. If, if it's an ex-friend, an ex-lover, um, whoever hurt you, I always suggest, <sighs> now that I think about it, 
Mm, no, it's only two other guys that I wrote letters to. I said, man, I've written poems and letters and they don't even know it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'll write a letter and I will never give it to the person. It's like, okay, I just want to get these feelings out from me and my spirit and my mind and my soul and ooh, leave it to God. Let God deal with them and their karma. I'm just going to write it out to get it out of my system and I won't give them the letter. But I will forgive the person. There are no hard feelings now. <laughs> there are no hard feelings now. Let me tell you. I'll be honest. The first two months after my breakup were kind of, uh, it was like an emotional roller coaster. First, I didn't cry at all for about three weeks straight. I had to, I was a maid of honor for one of my best friend's weddings. So I had to just you know, pick up the pieces and keep it pushing, keep it moving, put on a strong face and be happy for my friend. And like a week after that was the first time that I cried. It was the first time that I was alone and I just cried out and I didn't cry from sadness or anything. I was angry. I was angry. I was so angry at myself, you know? And so for the first two months I went back and forth like, okay, because after our last situation, please refer to episode 34 with the day I called the cops. I knew my relationship was over. Refer to that episode to hear the whole story. But after that day, I just blocked him on every single thing. I was like, I, I can't, you know, I blocked him on everything and never reached out again. But for two months after the relationship, I'm like, oh, I was going back and forth. Like, should I reach out? Should I not? Should I let him know why I left or... You know, like just seeking that closure for sure. I was seeking that closure. Then I went back and forth with my thoughts like, man, I hate him or he needs help. I hate him one day and then another day he needs help. It has to start with him. So I'm hoping that he got some healing and worked on himself since then. But that's totally up to him. But so for these two months, after two months, I got over it. <laughs> I was like, you know what? He knows what he did. And even if he doesn't, us trying to talk about it again is going to be more frustrating again it's going to be more gaslighting it's going to be more blaming me for everything just no I'm not going to reach out so that was my final answer and I didn't I just wrote a letter to him in my journal and just never gave it to him and that was that but I will say that although I thought I blocked on everything I guess I didn't I just unfriended everywhere and I did receive a message a few months ago with for him apologizing for the way things ended and whatever else he had to say and I was just like all right no thanks hope all is well type of thing something real quick to not really engage because I was over it and that was that but these two months you, you know how it goes you're either not eating or eating too much Damn near every day for two months, I either had ice cream or wine every day for two months. I was eating the most burgers. I don't even eat burgers like that. But for like two months straight, I was eating burgers, fries, soda, drinking wine or ice cream every day. I didn't care for like two months. And I was like, girl, you got to snap out of this. This is not okay. But I also remember it wasn't just leaving the relationship, I also lost my job and I also broke my lease in my apartment so I could leave out the city. Like it was a lot at one time for me. So with these two months, it was just me going through a whole, a whole traumatic situation and me losing everything at one time, right? So I wasn't taking care of my health like I should have. 
I was going back and forth with my emotions and my spirit. And I was all over the place for two months. And then gradually I started to heal. But I knew that healing came with me letting go of that anger towards him. So let me write that letter to him. But also, which brings me to point number five, the hardest point was forgiving myself. That is the hardest part of my whole healing process because I thought so many days and nights, like, how could I let this happen? You know, in the beginning, he and I sat down. He said, what are your deal breakers in a relationship? And I told him cheating and abuse, like those two things I will not tolerate. And he told me his things. And I felt like those were the very things that he did. Now, granted, I didn't know about any cheating during the relationship, but you know, getting out of the relationship, taking blinders off. I realized so many signs that I missed and, you know, people have come and told me things since, which definitely implied that there was some cheating. And then for me not to know that it was an abusive relationship until I got out and realized, wow, this was emotional abuse. Um, I was angry at myself. Like the two things I kept, it's like the two things I kept running from are the very things that I ran into, cheating and abuse. So it took me a minute to forgive myself, okay? Uh, There were things that I thought I just would never tolerate, and I don't want to get emotional, but there's just one day that keeps sticking in my mind five months into the relationship that I was like, I should have left after that. You know, just, I was so angry with myself. That day still just comes to my mind. Um, Pretty much, pretty much I didn't like the way he talked to me one specific day. He was on the phone and he cursed me out really, really bad. Words that no one has ever said to me, you know, F-U-B, you know fuck you bitch to me you're dead to me like what and so for me and that was for like a minute on the phone and I I gave excuses at the time like feeling like he blacked out he didn't know who he was talking to because I'm on the phone on the other line so he doesn't know it's me like he blacked out and going back and forth for about a week about him um because it was a lot of accusations he kept thinking i was cheating <laughs> throughout like the whole relationship. I got accused probably once every couple of weeks. So, and now I realized that was his own guilt, but, and that didn't happen again. The curse out, it didn't. It, okay. Well, it happened one more time when we broke up about a year later, we broke up for a couple of weeks and then we got back together again. So understand when I say it was very hard to forgive myself because I tolerated things that I thought I would never tolerate from a relationship from a man who claimed that he loved me. I was really mad at myself for staying so long and for not recognizing all the signs that were right in front of my face or recognizing the signs but ignoring them because I just thought it would get better or it would get back to the way things were in the beginning or even for my own ego. This was like my first real relationship as an adult, because I was so into my career and I didn't want the relationship to end under like six months. Yes, that's that's what my thinking was at the time. 
for him to curse me out so bad five months in, I should have been gone. But so this was five months in, so I should have been done. But by this time, we were saying our I love yous and all this stuff. So I didn't leave. But we did have a long conversation about that afterwards. So in my Go Girl guidebook, I do have a section saying to say to yourself, I forgive myself. And also a space for you to write a letter forgiving yourself. Forgiving yourself for everything. You know, forgive yourself for maybe staying too long or for letting things slide when they shouldn't have for just you know, doing too much or not, or letting pride and ego maybe get in your way. Just forgive yourself, girls, because you can't carry that anger around in yourself about yourself. So forgive yourself in whatever that means to you. With me, with me, it meant the amount of time that I spent. With me, it meant staying after I knew I should have should have left after someone cursing at me like crazy, or um, for me, disres- for someone disrespecting my boundaries, you know, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, it was a lot. It's a whole healing process. Take care of yourself, girls. Take care of yourself. Heal from it. Heal from these relationships before you move forward with another person. Now, I'm not sure if anyone could ever be whole again. Some people say they are whole and that's awesome. I feel like that we go through so much in life that we can't get to that space where we were before any trauma has happened. Okay, you can meditate your way through it. You can do your yoga through it. You can heal and find different practices and exercises to heal you through it. You can go to the gym. You can dance. You can do things to help you heal. You can pray. You can journal. All of those will help you heal in the healing process, but I'm not sure if It'll bring you back to being whole again. There's always some type of healing to work on. So those are some practices on how to heal and how to forgive. So let's recap. Number one, don't jump into another relationship. Number two, reflect. Number three, lessons learned. Number four, forgive your ex. And number five, most importantly, forgive yourself. Because you matter and you're worth it. And it's okay. Everyone goes through breakups. I won't say everyone. A lot of people go through breakups, but then they shine on the other side. A lot of people go through breakups and they find love again. A lot of people go through some traumatic situation, but they heal and they come out of it. They're better. They're stronger. They're wiser. Their eyes are open. They're able to continue with their life, continue to be happy, continue to be fulfilled. Okay. It's not the end of the world. It's just a breakup. It's just a breakup. And I know if you just got out of it, that's hard to hear. So don't listen to me <laughs> if you just got out of something. But once you take some time to yourself, once you take it, for me, it's been about a year and a half. So I'm much better. I'm in a totally, totally different space. If someone at that time would have been like, it's just a breakup. I would have been like, girl, I forget you. Okay. But since I've taken time to heal from it, remember the words of the great Tupac Shakur. Life goes on. Life goes on. Okay, I watched too many Dateline in 2020 episodes. Do not get like that <laughs> crazy over a relationship. It is okay. Learn to love again. Learn to love yourself again. And know that everything will be just 
fine. All right? Now let's get into this music motivation. motivation. Doing me this time around. Doing me don't need you now. I'd rather be by myself. I won't let your drama hold me down. Doing me this time around. Doing me, I finally found. I'd rather be by myself. I'm doing me, yeah. I love that song. Fantasia doing me, man. Okay, so those two months that I was talking about, uh, you know, going back and forth in my mind and spirit and all this stuff. Man, those same months I was doing, I was, you, you know, music is my life. Worked in radio for years. I've even included this music motivation segment in my podcast because music is my life. So hello, music helped me get over a breakup. Now, I wasn't listening to another sad love song. I wasn't doing those sad love songs and sad. Nah, I was just like, forget you. You know what I'm saying? Those type of songs. Just kidding. But Doing Me by Fantasia was definitely on repeat. I listened to songs about you know, healing and just loving yourself some more. But this song, it's the whole song. You have to listen to the lyrics of the whole song because it's so true. She even started the song with sometimes as women, we give more than we should to a man that just don't treat us no good. Gave him my heart, my time, did all that I could in the past to keep him here with me. But now I woke up, opened both my eyes up, realized that I don't need any other Man, if you can't love me equally, then you don't need to be with me. You, you you hear what I'm saying? Like, yes, Fantasia for the women empowerment. Yes, Fantasia for the loving yourself and I'm doing me. Like, it is really a I ain't got time for this type of song. It's, it's kind of like, you know, girl, you're cute. You're fly. You got your career popping and you got stuff going for yourself. You got your life together or getting your life in order, whatever. And you don't need the drama. you don't need the drama and of course with relationships come a little drama you know you disagree on things because no two people are alike and agree on everything you'll have your disagreements you'll have your ups and downs whatever that looks like to you in your relationship but like even Beyonce said sometimes in a relationship you just got to put your freakum dress on and go out and do you and that's okay you know after any situation, relationship, it's like, I'm doing me. I'm I'm letting it go. I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm going to stop putting everyone else first. I'm going to put myself first for a change, right? Even towards the end of the song, she says, I know I'm giving you all the lyrics because this is really a good forget him song. <laughs> it was between this and Mariah Carey. It didn't come out as a single, but her song, It's a Rap, go press play on that one too. She was done with the relationship. She's done with the games, done with the lying and the cheating and all that. It's a wrap for him. And in Fantasia, towards the end of her song, she says, this time around, I'm doing me this time around. No more crying, going through hell. It's so good. I'm loving myself. Yes. Yes. That's what it all takes you to. It's about loving yourself, loving yourself so much in your relationship. And if you are single right now, loving yourself so much in your singledom so that when you do get in a relationship, you're still loving yourself. Okay, because if you don't love yourself, 
you start putting more value on the other person and that's when you're over giving right you're, you're giving so much of you your time and yourself because you want this person to be happy instead of worried about your own happiness you know you're not speaking up and saying what you want in a relationship that's not you thinking about your own happiness so so glad in her whole song where she's like i'm tired of this I'm done with it. I'm not putting up with this anymore. I am doing me and I'm loving myself. It's like, I ain't got time for this. I'm done. You will definitely get to that happy space. It's all about healing first though. And it's all about forgiving yourself. It's about forgiving that other person. If you want, it's about becoming a better woman just for yourself. And then you'll be better for someone else. It's about doing you. I'm doing me this time around. Whenever I listen to this song after uh, the breakup, it it just made me smile. Like, yeah, I'm doing me, you know, instead of feeling sad about a situation, you just smile. Like, you know what? It's going to be okay. It is all to the good. So it's okay, girls. You'll get through it. If you do want to talk about any situation, my DMs are open on my Go Girl podcast page on Instagram. Please be sure to follow me there, okay? Also on I am Ashley Caprice. That's my personal page, but hey, we could chat there as well. Be sure, be sure to connect with me there. Thanks for listening to this episode. I really hope you took some tips from it. And if you want more tips, please be sure to go to Amazon and get your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love. Woo, we are loved out, right? Now, those few topics were kind of heavy. Hopefully you learned something from it. Please be sure to share with a friend. Please share with me anything that has resonated with you. I thank you so much for the feedback. Please be sure to subscribe. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and of course, AshleyCaprice.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I'm getting out of here. But remember, because this is a lifelong process, I am healing. You go, girl.